Hi, this is Amber. Welcome to today's podcast. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. For those of you that are new to this channel, I'm a Reiki master teacher and shamanic practitioner, and I've been running my own healing practice since 2007. Uh, the work is focused on core wound healing and life purpose work predominantly, as well as one-to-one coaching and healing sessions. The website, again, is sacredspacehealing.org. So welcome to today's podcast. Thank you for all your messages of support and also your really lovely donations. Um, If you want to continue to support the channel, you can head over to the website sacredspacehealing.org and there's a drop-down menu where you can click on the donate button and donate as much or as little as you feel called to at this time. All the money that you donate goes back into creating more free content. Um... Podcasts have become a really trendy thing right now uh, with lockdown. Everyone's doing them and there's all kinds of fancy stuff happening with video links and so forth. And I don't really offer that. I offer something that's really simple but really truthful. And um, all your donations assist in creating more content like that. And one of the reasons why the donations are so wonderful is that I am not affiliated or sponsored by anyone. So I'm not trying to sell you something and I'm not trying to get you to buy into something. Um, These podcasts are really a way to reach as many people as possible and also to assist you on your journey at this time. There isn't an agenda behind it. And right now, a lot of the stuff, a lot of content that's being put out there, not all of it, but quite a large proportion of it has an agenda. So... um, your donations are very gratefully received on many levels. So today in the podcast, I would like to shine a light on um, healing and the difference between healing and magic. And when I say magic, I mean magic spelt with a K. So what what is magic spelt with a K? Magic is... Um, a form of spell casting. It's the use of language, affirmations, rituals, symbolism in order to alter our energetic frequency and call something in or release something. So you might know magic as certain phrases like um, and so it is or um, moted be, you know, these are certain phrases, they're kind of magical phrases. They have their lineage in different traditions, and those traditions are magical with a K. And the integrity and the efficacy of those traditions is probably up for discussion and controversy and this isn't the place at the moment to discuss them so yeah magic is certain word play and you'll often find magic in terms of how phrases are used so a prayer can be anything that we put out as our plea our dialogue our desire to connect with God's spirit universe but a kind of incantation will have a rhythm and a rhyme to it it will have a poetic 
not necessarily poetic, but it will have a poetic form to it. So there will be rhythmic use of language and there will be repetition of words possibly and there will be rhyming words. And so they become like little poetic prayers, if you like. Um, incantations, really. And again, that is magic with a K. So um, by tomorrow's light, may my pain take flight, right? Something like that would be a magical invocation, an incantation. And again, the background and the birth of these incantations and invocations has a mixed um, ancestry to it, not all of which is in the light. That magic also includes working with candles, you know, sort of um, spell casting by candles, so using different colored candles, for example, to bring something in, you know, green for prosperity, white for healing, um, yellow for joy, and so forth. Um, using essential oils in a certain way, like anointing a candle or an object. Um, using uh, things like a snippet of your hair or blood. Or I mean, we're going into darker territory then, but a lot of that stuff is magic with a K, right? So I give you those examples because what's happening at the moment is we are in chaos and we are in a time of confusion and um, we are in a time of war. This is spiritual warfare. And many of us are under attack uh, in many different ways, you know, emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally. You know, many people are battling this kind of attack energy um, which is very troubling, traumatic, difficult at this time. And so the reason why I bring up the differentiation between healing, like genuine healing and magic, is that a lot of what we're being sold right now is magic is incantations, spells, trickery, quick fixes, and it's not true healing. So what is the difference between magic and healing? So healing, for me, is like a direct line to God consciousness, to the light. There's no trickery in it. It's not um, a quick fix, necessarily. It doesn't involve heavy ritual, and it won't involve incantations by your healer. It won't involve heavy symbolism by your healer. So I'm going to share an example. So I experienced a healing, in inverted commas, session probably a couple of months ago. And um, so quite recent, and it was someone that I wouldn't normally work with, but um, it was it was kind of proving quite challenging to find my usual resources uh, of healing to be met. So I, I thought I'd try someone new. No, it's not someone I'd never worked with before. I had worked with them, but many, many years ago. So I, I knew them, um, and I knew their work. And actually, many, many years ago when I'd worked with them, they were trained in shamanism and actually were performing 
real shamanic healings according to their tradition. Of course, everything with lockdown and the situation that they're in, they moved online to do their work rather than have in-person sessions. And as I've said in other podcasts, you know, for me, that's a massive red flag when healers are kind of in fear right now. So in many ways, that was a a red flag to this person. Why weren't they doing in-person healings? Uh, We've got the green light to do it, but they weren't doing them because they were in fear themselves, which is never a good place for a healer to be. Anyway, they did this online session that really just involved magic with a K. So it was candles and incantations and, you know, cards and crystals and basically a whole shed load of paraphernalia. And when it came to enacting the healing, you know, asking for certain things to come into alignment or clear or be received, they were using that invocation incantation language, which I really don't resonate with. So I'm not going to say that the healing was... Um, dangerous in some way because I I don't feel that anything that could have harmed me I allowed to happen and that's because I'm a a master I'm a Reiki master and I know the game, I know this world right? but I think if you didn't know this world, I think if you were new to healing and you had a healing with someone who's doing spells on you you could very easily kind of never really get the healing that you need as in what you get is a it's like you get a film put over the 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 issue at hand it's like you go to someone and you say i've got a cut on my leg please can you help heal this and they go oh yeah absolutely and they start kind of wafting some things around over you and saying some words over you and then they take a cloth and they cover you with it and they go there you go Um, your wound is healed and you say well I don't think my wound is healed actually can we lift the cloth so I can have a look underneath and they go no 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 don't lift the cloth if you lift the cloth the healing won't work the wound is healed and they send you on your way and you carry on walking with a limp but you're told that the wound is healed that's a little bit how magic works as opposed to true healing whereas in the true healing you would see you would feel you would know that the healing was happening you would see the wound healing so anyway I had this session And um, I could tell right after that it had been a load of bullshit, basically. And then I got given advice on, you know, things to do, like get a crystal and do this and do that. And suddenly I was like, oh, God, this person really doesn't know what they're doing. Um, I'm a little bit embarrassed that I even gave my time to them, my energy and my money. Um, And they started directing me to resources on YouTube. And I just thought, oh, man, this really isn't going to work. So I quickly ditched that and I actually found um, someone a lot more in alignment that I could work with uh, to help me with a certain matter. Well, what was interesting about this experience, and I do think as a healer and as a teacher, I often have these random experiences because they help me see what's out there in the world. You know, if I didn't have these experiences, I'd have no idea the kind of bullshit that's out there calling itself healing because I would only really have my work and then the work of the chosen few that I choose to work with to compare anything to and it sometimes it's really useful for me to work with bullshit healers and this was a bullshit healer um although they would think that they weren't unfortunately so why was it a bullshit healing well it was a bullshit healing because it's magic and I'm going to try and differentiate between 
healing and magic. So magic with a K works by altering your energy field or someone else's energy field in order to create a desired result. That's why it's made up predominantly of ritual and spells. It's a kind of hypnosis that the individual is put under or that is sent to another. In many ways, it is an alteration and um, a imposition upon someone of a type of energy. Like in many ways, I think magic can cause a lot of harm, especially when not done with good intent or when done by idiots, you know, people who don't know what they're dealing with. The difference between magic and healing is that healing is about bringing you into alignment with your highest good, right? Your highest form of health, your highest form of um, mastery. Healing is also about the healer awakening in you your potential to heal yourself. So for example, with this charlatan that I experienced, nothing was, not that I needed more awakening of my own healing potential, but nothing was really awoken in me to start to heal myself. I didn't feel empowered at the end of the session. I sort of felt cheated. You know, I felt like I just had a really horrible takeaway and I was still hungry and I had a bad taste in my mouth. Whereas with a true healing, you will start to feel stronger, more empowered, more focused, more in tune with what you need because the healer isn't putting anything on you they're not casting a spell over you they're not hypnotizing you in some way they're not tricking you in some way what they're doing is activating your own soul your own body's innate ability to heal and redirect yourself and that's true healing that's that's the work of the true healer the magical with a k healer will put a load of spells on you and, um, you know, sort of distract you like sleight of hand with crystals and cards and stones and, and mantras and incantations and all this kind of stuff. But actually, you won't feel satisfied. You won't really feel as if huge shifts have happened in your life. Now, that's not to say that some healers incorporate magic with a K with genuine healing. Like sometimes they use tarot cards as a way in and then the healing flows. Those healers are very rare, but they do exist. The difference is that you will feel the difference. So with this bullshit healer that I had an experience with, I really didn't feel a difference afterwards. You know, And the only way that I was able to sort of handle the fact that nothing had really shifted in my energy field was because I'm a healer myself. So I could I could see where they were lying to me. I could see where they were hoodwinking me. The interesting thing is they didn't know that I am now a full-time healer. So because we'd met many, many years ago when I was on the... Well, I was a full-time healer then as well, but they've always had this kind of elevated version of themselves thinking that they know more than most people so they thought sort of thought I wasn't really a healer they don't really know the level at which I work and that's fine I often don't declare it to people when I go as a client because I don't think it's relevant so they were giving me advice that you know I know isn't going to work like I know that 
a lot of the advice that magical healers give, such as um, light a candle and do this, or get this essential oil and rub it on a crystal, I know that at the moment, and in times of great distress, that shit just doesn't work. Like, that is the kind of magic with a K that we get people to do because it tricks them into believing that they are activating a form of healing. And if they believe it enough, it might manifest. But actually, true healing isn't about getting a crystal and sticking some oils on it. True healing is deeper than that. So um, I felt very dissatisfied. And I think one of the key things to look out for in an experience, in a healing experience, whether to, to differentiate is this healing or magic, is how satisfied do you feel at the end of that experience? Do you feel as if that block has been shifted, has softened in some way? Do you feel more in alignment? Are you sleeping better as your appetite returns? Are you thinking better? Are you more focused? You know, it's really worth being with that awareness of what's happening to you after the process. Yes, there can be a kind of healing um, splurge at the end of a session where everything feels worse, but then it should start to come back into balance. And if it doesn't come back into balance, that's probably because what you received wasn't healing, it was magic, it was spell casting, is the first thing. The second thing is, it will be a lot of noise. So this person was doing... They had it, I mean, literally, they had it, everything. They chucked everything at it. It was like a little show, like a magic trick in front of me. They had, like, um, they they called in every being that you could think of calling in. They got all their cards out. They got a million and one different crystals out. They got their candles out. I mean, it was ridiculous. It was like, what are you doing? Can we just do the healing? I don't know what all this is. And it was because they weren't in touch with their own innate gift as a healer they were holding onto crutches so if there's a lot of noise in your healing you know a lot of stuff's going on I've got this candle and that card and this being's just come in and I put this symbol in you it's usually magic with a K true healing is very simple the energy that comes through is powerful that's not to say that it's not but it's simple magic with a K deals a lot in symbolism so there'll be sacred geometry symbols, there'll be this being came in, this angel came in, this entity came in, this power animal came in. And I think these days, more than ever, we have to be really careful about that. A lot of the symbols that people have given their power away to um, over the years are not in the light. They probably, possibly were at one point, you know, many, many years ago, thousands, millions of years ago. But over the years, those symbols have been misused. And if a symbol gets misused for a, a really long period of time, it's like it loses its light. It becomes of the dark, um, like anything. So a lot of symbols have been misused for a very long period of time. A lot of prayers have been misused. A lot of practices have been misused. And healers who aren't keeping up to date with the way energies are changing. Healers who aren't questioning themselves, healers who aren't constantly growing and challenging themselves, healers who aren't looking at their shadow won't be aware of this. But it's important that you start to get aware of this. So healers who have a predominance on symbolism, 
on entities, on beings, um, even on power animals, you know, on rituals in their healing sessions with you. I would question it. I would question whether it's healing or whether it's magic with a K. One of the most important things, I think, in terms of is it healing or magic with a K, is the healer themselves. You know, are they looking at their stuff? Are they aware of their shadow? Have they walked through their um, their dark nights of the soul? Are they still grappling with their issues? Or do they believe, you know, are they living in that bubble of everything is love and light? I, I really feel that a lot of the healers who are stuck in that bubble of everything is love and light are healers that are doing magic with a K. Because true healing acknowledges that everything isn't love and light, that we live in a universe of polarities and that there is a lot of darkness out there, especially right now, and that we can be tricked, we can be hoodwinked, we can be manipulated, we can um, lose our way in the darkness. And through that process, we either get further involved in the darkness or we come out the other side into the light. But we don't live in a world where everything is love and light. It isn't. It, it really isn't. It never has been. And one of the fallacies that magic with a K spirituality, so magical spirituality, has imposed on us is this idea that everything is love and light. And that, you know, even the darkest forces are begging for love. And if we love the demons enough, then they will dissolve into the light. If we love the entities enough, they will dissolve into light. It's how compassionate depossession work is taught in shamanism. You know, sit down and have a conversation with the entity that is possessing someone's body. There's a form of shamanism that does that. And then there's another form of shamanism that goes, fuck that shit, get that entity out of that person's body. It's making them sick. So the traditional shaman doesn't sit and have a conversation with the entity and go, oh, why are you here? Um, what was your experience? What happened? Like, that's just a load of magical shamanism that is bullshit, you know. And um, magical healing, magical spirituality tells us that if we sit down and have a conversation with a demon, with the demons, with the devil, that they will transform into the light and give us our greatest healing. And that's actually just not true and that the way things are set up is that there is darkness and light there is there is daylight and nighttime there is sun and there is moon there is yin and yang there is male and female like the polarity is part of our experience and i've touched on this in other podcasts and normalization we are getting to a place of no polarity of a kind of um murkiness where everything is being called one thing when it's not. And magical spirituality has trained us to believe in this, that, the, that Lucifer is a fallen angel, and if we worship this fallen angel, um, the angel will bring us healing. And actually, that's not true either, that there, there are good and bad spirits out there. There are good and bad energies out there. There are good and bad forms of healing out there. You know, you can heal through the light or you can heal in inverted commas through the dark. You can heal um, in a very simple, orientated way that takes you straight to source 
or you can heal with a lot of paraphernalia that is actually magic with a K. So that really is something to look out for in your healer. If your healer is preaching or living in this kind of nonsensical world of everything is love and light and, and, and not really facing their own shadow, then they can't hold space for you with integrity and they can't help you to face your shadows and move through them because they can't even look at their own. I can't tell you the number of healers I've come across in my journey who live like that and preach that. And then you, you look at them a bit more closely and you realize their lives are a sham. You know, they're in uh, often really unhappy relationships. Their health is usually suffering. Um, and their healing practice is sort of based on magic with a K because they're refusing to look at their very own shadow. And eventually, if a healer doesn't look at their shadow, it spills out into their work. And of course, it will impact on their clients. So I think that's something to really look out for. Again, in is this healing or is this you know magical kind of spell casting? Why do you need to look out? Like, why am I saying look out for it? I'm saying look out for it because healing that is magic with a K doesn't have long-lasting results, doesn't yield much, and ultimately is a kind of con. You know, it doesn't yield long-lasting change and results in people's lives. It becomes an addiction in itself, and people that go to healers who are doing healing that is magic with a K will go to them endlessly. They'll be seeing them for years on end. They'll go to every circle that they run. They'll go to every workshop that they run. They'll be addicted to them because the healing is magic with a K. It's not true healing. True healing, you sh it, 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 that is not the kind of resonance that will be happening. There will be shifts in your life. There will be changes. And you will get to a point where you think and feel oh, I don't need to see this healer anymore, I don't need to have these sessions anymore, I don't need to go to these workshops anymore, because I feel empowered, I feel strong, I feel focused, you know, whatever it is that you are wanting to achieve. And that is the difference as well. So it's worth questioning where you're at as well with your healer and the healing process. Is this true healing or is this magical kind of spell casting with a K? So some things to look out for there. There's actually a really big topic, this magic versus healing. But true healing is our way into growth and into empowerment. And magic is our way into a further spiral of darkness and delusion. Maybe, possibly, there's going to be more podcasts on this, but I really hope this helps and differentiating between the types of healings that are out there at the moment and what might or might not be right for you at this time. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Do check it out. It does need an update, but do check it out. And if there's anything that calls to you or you'd like to book in for a session, then feel free to drop us an email. All the information is on the website, sacredspacehealing.org. Until the next time.